Hello, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or anything that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Today, I'm going to do a recap of last week's webinar on immunity. Going to go a little deep into how the immune system is designed to work so that you know what's going on. And then towards the end, I'm going to give you the tools to stay as healthy as possible. And finally, a list of natural products and foods that research is suggesting will do a great job at working with your immune system safely and effectively. Natural products are what I love because they've evolved with us on this planet and they work in multiple pathways. So lower doses like you'd get in food are needed. And there's very few, if any, side effects. Most of them are just food compounds, but I'm getting ahead of myself. There's gonna be a lot of good information you may want to get a pencil and paper because I'm going to give you a lot here. Simplified, the immune system is just a magnificent network of cells and organs that defend the body against infection. We have backup after backup, an incredible web that works together to keep us safe. Main parts, white blood cells, antibodies, the complement system that enhances those antibodies and phagocytes by clearing out junk, damaged cells, microbes. Then the lymphatic system throughout the body works best when we move, another reason to exercise. Then the glymphatic system in the brain, newly discovered that springs into action when we sleep to clear toxins out of a brain. So another good reason why we need good sleep. Then you have the spleen, of course, and the bone marrow and the thymus. The thymus is right behind the sternum. That shrinks when you're under stress. Another indicator that stress is really bad for our immune system. But they all work together to keep us well behind the scenes, protecting us from viruses, bacteria, fungi, protozoa, even prions that may enter your body and try to multiply You know, you can hear your heart beating, you know it's working, but the immune system is silent, working 24-7, protecting us from literally thousands of potentially deadly attacks every day. Normally, the immune system springs into action in response of a microbe that you know or not, but many of the symptoms are going to be fever, fatigue headache, rash. That is actually the result of the fantastic activities of the immune system trying to eliminate the infection from the body. So as comfortable as it is, a small fever actually gears up the immune system to work better. Then you've got different pathogens have different modes of transmission. You know, some are going to be person to person, some are going to be in your food, water, and some through insects. The most common ones we think of, right now anyway, the common cold, even COVID. It's called common because it's so easily transferred from person to person. You know, you can get it from shaking hands. That's why we bump elbows now. Or picking up something like a credit card that a person who has a cold used and they, you know, wipe their nose and now they shake your hand or you share a pen. And of course, coughing, sneezing. Like us also, Microbes need certain nutrients for growth. So potato salad can cause food poisoning when you've got contaminated food from a certain pathogen. And then you've got 
bugs, insects, mosquitoes, and fleas are responsible for spreading disease, you know, passed by parasites or bacteria entering the bloodstream. Many plagues in history, of course, were transmitted this way. Currently, you've got West Nile and Lyme that are real common today. But without the immune system to destroy these agents, we'd be sick all the time from bacterial infection, viral infections, fungal infections, protozoa, and even prions. Some of these things are good. You know, some bacteria actually make vitamins for us that we can't make. We got to have them in us. But some of them are really bad, and it's really mostly about keeping the balance. So the bad guys are kept in check. So how do we do that? Well, now the immune system in a few minutes or less. (laughs) Okay. First line of defense is known as the innate immunity. You might want to have two columns, innate, and then we'll talk about acquired in a minute. But the innate is protective mechanisms we're all born with. We, we innately have them. You know, some of them are going to be physical barriers like your skin. But then some of them are chemical barriers like different pro- proteins that or fats that our cells secrete that harm or destroy invaders and cells that actually attack foreign cells uh, that may be harboring infectious agents. And then in the gut, that's really the external skin folded inward at the mouth. And that plays a crucial role in immunity as up to 80% of your immune cells are created in the gut. You need a healthy digestive tract. It truly is where the outside world through food and water meets the inside world. You know, it's, it's really that innate immunity is so important. When microbes can penetrate the body's protective barriers and enter the tissues, then we've got another backup. We've got, you know, mechanisms, pathways, and cells. You've heard of natural killer cells and phagocytes. They, they're good. They're going to bring inflammation into the area. And this time, the inflammation is good. Inflammation can actually eliminate infection or at least hold it in check until the acquired immune response that I'm going to talk about here in a minute has time to develop. So pain and swelling and redness and fever, they're induced by macrophages. That's, that's good. Those are white cells that eat up infection. Okay, and then the second line of defense is called in. That's what we call the acquired or adaptive immunity. It's named that because it's things that you've adapted to or acquired throughout your life through exposure to pathogens. So this line of defense, you're going to be having acquired either through exposure to infections or disease or another person's antibodies. Babies get it from mothers or breast milk. The most amazing job our immune system does is to store information about past invaders and how to fight it. You know, that's why they call it adaptive. The adaptive immune system makes antibodies and uses them to specifically fight certain germs that the body has come in contact with. You know, so acquired immunity uses lymphocytes, the B cells, the T cells. They're really brilliant at being able to distinguish among infinite number of different foreign substances. So when you're exposed, that dictates your own acquired immunity. And that's going to be depending on where you live. Do you live in the country? Do you live in the city? Do you have vaccinations? What's your diet and lifestyle like? 
all these exposures to your diet and your environment impact our ability to recognize and fight off different diseases. In fact, a recent study found that our history and environment, like where you live, do you have pets, do you live on a farm, do you go barefoot, that's responsible for at least 80% of the differences between our immune systems, while genetics take care of the rest probably. Okay, so I know that was a lot. And you really wanna have an in-depth knowledge of how that works, but you really wanna know how you can strengthen your immune system. You know, we've got good hygiene practices that are gonna keep pathogenic germs at bay. Most of us already shower, brush your teeth, wash your clothes, and, and you know, that's really important. You know, if you don't brush your teeth, you're gonna have cavities. But sometimes this isn't enough. We're surrounded by billions of microbes and it's essential to protect against those. So sometimes you may be tempted to stock up on antibacterial things and spray every surface in your home with strong antibacterial agents. These harmful chemicals may be doing more harm than good and may be creating resistant bacteria and fungi. So some natural things, that healthy hygiene tips that you can do to keep these in check. Number one, the power of regular hand washing can't be overstated. Simply running your water, hands underwater isn't enough. You have to vigorously wash with mild soap and water for about 20 seconds, and that's gonna disrupt the cell walls of the microbes and wash them down the drain, keeping you free from spreading germs. And then white vinegar is a great non-toxic disinfectant agent. Then you can also use some essential oils. Tea tree oil contains antimicrobial properties that can be an effective cleaner. Simply add a few drops. You know, I put it in with my vinegar and it's gonna help with cleaning surfaces. And then you can also use some of these essential oils in, in your air mister. So now let's look at other things in your lifestyle. So Healthy lifestyle cannot be overstated, extremely powerful. Science continues to prove it. I know it goes against a lot of what our society, how they live, but not only is your immune system gonna benefit, but every part of your body is gonna function better by the following tips. The same thing that you do to prevent infectious disease is going to help prevent chronic disease like cancer and heart disease and diabetes and high blood pressure and more. Number one, don't smoke. Matter of fact, avoid toxins, all of them. Number two, eat a diet high in vegetables and fruit, all those phytochemicals I talk about. Exercise regularly, 150 minutes a week, Maintain a healthy weight. Check your BMI. With 40% of us obese, that is the biggest thing to hobble your immune system, causing infectious disease and chronic disease. It's a biggie. If you drink alcohol, drink in moderation. Get adequate sleep, seven or eight hours, important. Take steps to avoid um, <laughs> infection, but also take steps to avoid aggravations, stress, you gotta learn how to let it go. So nutrition, you know, it's well-established. People who are malnourished are more vulnerable. Micronutrient deficiencies, magnesium, zinc, selenium, iron, copper, folic acid, vitamins A, B6, C, E, all those. Okay, so a proper diet's really good. I also suggest a good, potent 
vitamin mineral. Cambridge College even did a study on high fruit and vegetable intake. They had better immune response. Of course, avoiding sugary processed foods. Adequate calories are really important. You know, anyone on a strict diet who has bad eating habits is going to have micronutrient deficiency. So let's talk about a few superfoods. Blueberries, they have anthocyanin. Dark chocolate has theobromine. Turmeric has so many curcuminoids. It's my favorite. You know it is. I talk about it all the time for its anti-inflammatory and antioxidant. I just love them. Broccoli has sulforaphane. Sweet potatoes have beta-carotene, form of vitamin A, that is great for skin health and protecting against skin damage. Spinach has the flavonoids. Garlic has that allicin, the stinky part that is so good for you. Green tea has the flavonoids. Kefir, sauerkraut, seeds and nuts have vitamin E. Citrus fruit and bell pepper have vitamin C. So that, along with a good multivitamin like the Ultra Preventive 2 Daily, good insurance policy for your immune system. Now we're going to go on to sleep plays an essential role in how your immune system works. Studies show that people who don't have quality sleep are going to get sick. Additionally, lack of sleep makes you take longer to recover. Without sleep, your body's also susceptible to chronic illness, obesity, diabetes, dementia, heart disease. Okay, so if you have trouble, figure out. I've, I've got a whole webinar on sleep. So deep breathing, meditation can help, but I love melatonin, L-theanine, valerian. If I want to assure a good night's sleep, oh boy. Next, chronic stress. You know, we experience so much stress today. The result of chronic stress leads to a never-ending list of disease and illnesses, depression, heart attack, and your immune system isn't working. So same herbs here, but then I would also add ashwagandha. Valerian, Anxiocalm, GABA, deep breathing, meditation, so many good things. Okay, now what you've been waiting for, supplements. Vitamin D, two to 5,000 units. If you aren't supplementing, I about guarantee you're going to be deficient. Lab values should be about 60 for everything from depression to cancer. Zinc, women 25, men 50, stops viral replication. So you don't want to take higher than that for but a few days. Um, and also be sure to take a good multivitamin because you don't want to create imbalances. Vitamin C, anywhere 500 to 1,000. You can go up to three times a day. They even do this for IV for COVID. Wonderful. Quercetin, quercetin, quercetin. We've used it for allergies for years. Oh boy, we have found it is strengthening the cell wall against the spike protein, and it also helps usher zinc in so that it does a better job. Curcumin, you know, it's my favorite. Stops inflammation, protects the cells in so many ways. Probiotic diversity, you know, your immune system has 80% or your gut has 80% of your immune system. So I love it. And omega-3, 1,000, 2,000 EPA, DHA, and especially important is to cut back on the omega-6 or inflammatory fats. Canola, soy, soybean, kick them out. They're no good. Instead, increase your omega-3. Now, special supplements for the long haulers or people with the ACE2 receptor problems, flavonoids really uh, are showing to be very important. Those found in grapefruit, narinogen, but also hesperidin, quercetin, like we talked about, 
curcuminoids from turmeric, resveratrol, ashwagandha, ginseng and licorice, spirulina, lemongrass, neem, garlic and pepper latch onto the ACE receptor and compete with the spike protein, geranium, lemon, citronella. So many articles of research, they're recommending it for underdeveloped countries because they are affordable, safe, scalable. I love them for their safety. You know, 5,000 years, I'm good with that. Gentle boosters are going to be like astragalus, elderberry, echinacea, golden seal, andrographis, propolis, garlic, and mushroom extracts. Oh, man, I know there's a huge amount of information there. But as you see, there's so many things we can do to protect ourselves and not be immobilized. The body wants to be well, wants to survive. And it has a remarkable, intricate web that is designed to keep you well. But you can't take it for granted. We need to practice all the healthy lifestyle measures, sleep, diet, stress reduction, toxin avoidance, good healthy relationships, exercise, a balanced, healthy lifestyle. So anyway, I also want to say that there are times when some of these are going to be out of balance. That's when I hit the heavy artillery. Like when I'm traveling to the health conferences, I'm going to not only do the regular things, but I'm bumping up the golden seal. I want to have my immune system supported while I'm under added stress of travel, etc and exposure. So I hope you learned something that you found helpful today. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, deb at debfort.com. Or if you want to make an appointment, you can do so on my website, debfort.com. Thanks for listening. Remember, do something really good for yourself today. Heck, do something good for yourself every day. You depend on it.